Okay. All right. We are back. Phil and I survived the 70,000 tons of metal round 10. And while we were there, we had the unbelievably beautiful and fortunate experience to get to interview some outstanding bands, some just incredible bands, and then get to go see their shows. So we're going to post five interviews that we had with five amazing bands while on 70,000 Tons of Metal. You're going to hear an interview from Soen, Cattle Decapitation, Haggard, Devin Townsend, and first, because it took place first, you're going to hear the amazing interview with the amazing band Aether Realm from North Carolina in the United States. Those guys tear it up. We caught up with them day two of the 70,000 Tons of Metal cruise. They shared their insights. All four of the members of the band were kind enough to grace us with their presence and tell us about their getting together and about their sets and about what it's like to play on the boat. So I'm going to shut up because I know that's what you're here to listen to. You're here to listen to outstanding artists playing outstanding music or talking about outstanding music. So without further ado, check out our interview, exclusive interview. The only people who got to speak to Aether Realm for an interview on 70,000 Tons of Metal was the Great Heavy Music Podcast. So big thanks to those guys. Take a listen. It's a 15 minutes. It's well worth your time. And I'll wrap it up with you when it's all done. So without further ado, the 70,000 Tons of Metal exclusive interview with Aether Realm. Here it goes. All right, we're here on day two of the 70,000 Tons of Metal Rager, and we're with Aether Realm. The whole band is here. I'm so excited to have you guys interview with us. Thank you so much for your time. Say you- thanks to Donnie, because I think he was the only one that was awake when, uh, when it was <laughs> Fuck go Fuck yeah, time. Donnie, the man. Watch. Donnie, so... Uh, he rolled up, knocked on my door. I said, oh, oh, yeah, hold on. And then we got up. So this is day two, so day one means you must have partied pretty hard. Um... Yeah, but more like I woke up at 4 a.m. to go watch Wilderun play, and then I went back to sleep. How, how was their set? So they were sick. They blew They blew all the other bands I watched so far out of the water. I'm not going to name names, though. Uh, but well, they, were, they, they did it. Much like your guys, yourselves, they're a great American standout new band. I mean, those guys are unbelievable, and I consider you guys in the same ilk. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got invited on to 70K and what you're thinking about it. Well... Uh, by the way, anybody can steal the mic whenever you want. But, um, so I've been emailing them for maybe the last six years. Cool. Yeah, same email every time ish. Hey, hey, the realm. I don't know if you know who we are, but here's our music. We'd like to play your boat. See ya. Um, so we've done that for maybe six years. I've wanted to like go to it the whole time it's existed, like 10 years or nine years or however, however long. Um, and, you know, always get the same email back. Thank you for your interest in uh, wanting to play 70K. Your request has been forwarded to our booking guy, and then you don't hear anything else. And that's just the email they send to everybody, you know. Um, so uh, this year, we uh, signed, well, this past year, 
we signed an A-Palm, right? Was that in 2019 that we actually signed? Actually 2018? 2018. Congratulations. Thanks, bud. We signed an A-Palm, um, and that's been sick. We got some new stuff we're working on. Um, and, uh, yeah, they emailed us back a second time after that first stock email, and they were like, hey, we, uh, we were talking to one of the Napalm guys, and y'all been on the list for a while, but it's a long list. Uh, but your name came up, so what's up? And we said, oh, okay, well, let's roll, dude. And they sent us the contract, we signed it, we got up, and uh, here we are. Great, and when did you get notified about that? Oh, God. Was uh, it Because they were releasing bands very close <laughs> to the travel date. Yeah. That's pretty early. Like, yeah, we, we weren't like last minute. No. Uh, it Good. was probably like a couple like, months back. Yeah, maybe less than 20 bands were announced. Yeah, yeah, we were like we were like in the first like, third. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, it was like before Thanksgiving. So so Donnie's talking now. Donnie, hand, take over the there mic. There you go. Take it Don, away. Donnie, introduce yourself and what you do for the band. Hey, uh, I'm Donnie. I'm the... Uh, I play guitar, and I... Take care of our gear. <laughs> okay. So, t- so talk to us about that. What is it like trying to get all your gear onto a freaking floating island? Uh, it sucks. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like you don't know where to go 100. Uh, and then you hope, but then like there's a bunch of people like going like that don't always know exactly 100 percent either, but they get it done. Okay. So you know, like yeah, yeah it got here. Yeah, it got here. We yeah. didn't know whether it was going to get here until, <laughs> until it actually was at our rooms and everything. And, and do you guys, do you have all of your own gear, or do you use some of the gear that's here? And I'm sure you don't use amplifiers. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. We, we got the, the house drum kit. Okay. Uh, we run everything through AxeFX3, and uh, that goes to the PA. So we really, we got a pretty compact uh, live show rig. It's all in a, you know, a rack about the size of a toaster or something like that, you know. Wow. And then... Uh, and do you have a sound guy here with you? No, nah, man, we're gonna we're gonna be running with uh, whoever seventy K has got. Okay, cool. Did you get a chance to talk to that guy a lot before you? Absolutely not. We haven't played yet, uh, <laughs> but you know, I hope to talk to him a little bit before we go on stage. We'll put see. Some, yeah, put some faith in him. Yeah. Do you guys, um, when it comes to like when you get to play, is there any discretion over that? Or are they like, oh, you're going on at two in the morning? Oh no, absolutely. You, kinda, you, you play when they tell you. Just gotta roll with it. Okay. And like. So you kind of just party until it's your time to go, and then you just what, like how much time do you give yourself to, to the sound check and stuff? Yeah, ask me that again in tw- in twelve hours. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. Oh wait, no, in in sixteen hours that'll be better because then we'll have played. I think, what is they give you like half an hour for setup and just like a spot check? I think I think that's all you get. Yeah, I don't think you get too much. You just yeah, you just line check it. Yeah, you, you got to do a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just, for the listeners at home, he's crossing his fingers. Let the record reflect. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's tough for like the the guys that are running the sound also because they have to kind of like mix on the fly because right. they don't have much time to do what they want also. And they're completely know. different bands playing oh, yeah. every, every right. single yeah. set. Yeah, everyone's completely different. You With different no styles, and somebody plays the bass hella hard, and some people are playing it soft. It's just yeah. so. It's, I mean, uh, if you don't mind, Donnie, pass the the mic to your your cohorts here on the right. And give them an opportunity to introduce themselves and what they do for the band, and then tell us who your influences are, who you're most excited mm. to see while you're here on this trip. Hey, so this is Tyler. Uh, I play drums in Eighth Realm. Um, yeah, I'd say there's actually 
you know, plenty of influences here that I'm like pretty pumped to see. Uh, Martin Lopez used to play Nopeth. Uh, his he plays in a band called Soe, and they're playing. Soe's um, amazing band. Never sure. seen him, but pretty pumped to see them. He was a huge influence on me when I was like in high school, like middle school, growing up. Like that was definitely one of the drummers that I like looked up to. You know. Did they make it possible for you guys to meet your kind of peers or your idols over uh, here? Not that I know of. I mean, well, I guess we they could got just the meet and greets. So we could oh, go, yeah, we could go to a different band's meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, we could. But hey, man, if you're humble enough. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to greet you. <laughs> yep. So we could do that. I mean, otherwise, I guess just walking around, maybe run into people. So. You probably will. Yeah. yeah. This is our fifth year run- going. We've gone five yeah. years consecutively, and we're from Florida, so we'll go as long as they'll have us. It's such an easy trip. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And uh, we've seen. Lead singer Catatonia is having breakfast. We sit down and hang out. I mean, Devin Townsend was down there this morning. So legends, just legends walking yeah. around. So you're looking forward to see Soen. Uh, who else do you think is, um, or, who, or who have you seen yesterday? That yeah, yesterday. Who did we see yesterday? Devin. Devin? Yeah, I saw yeah. Devin. That was the first show. and then um, A lot of strapping young lads stuff. In that yeah, show. yeah. That yep. was tight. Uh, who else did we see? I saw Emperor. That was really cool. Yep. Uh, at the Gates. Uh, I was another sad. band when I was like, you know, pretty young. I brought Slaughter to the Soul like pretty early on and that album was like pretty, you know, for me it was a big thing. And so I feel like they're playing their like Slaughter this little set to the yeah, next I'll, set. I'll, yeah, so I'll that's be good. there. Yeah, same. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, it took like a two hour power nap and then went back and saw Wilder Run at like 4 a.m. or whatever it was. I saw uh, Soil Work. Oh, yeah, I saw uh, Soil yeah. Work. Yeah. So. Their, sound, their sound was like off at the beginning. Off, and yeah. then it was fun. Yes. Yeah. Like they dialed it in about a third of the way through the yeah. set. Yeah, the bass is way too high, but yeah. So how do you guys deal with that if you run into that issue? Can you tell through your monitors when you're on stage if something's off? or you just oh, Yeah, I can't tell what the audience tells. I can tell what's, whether my monitor's off, but, okay. but I can't tell whether the PA's off, so we just got to talk to the guy and be like, hey, man, we like our mix like this. You know, we got our guitars sort of at the front. Uh, we got our choirs and strings. They can be up there, too. Uh you know, and then as long as you get, I mean, really, the guitars are like the driving force in either realm, I think. So as long as they're at the, at the front, I feel pretty good. Very cool. So what originally drew you to want to be on the boat six years ago? You said you've been emailing every year. What was it that kind of made you want to be on? Well, I'm, uh, God, how old am I? I've totally forgotten. 28, 27, something like that. I can't remember. But I was young. I was like a teenager when they started doing it, right? And, um, you know, it's a teenager's dream. 40 metal bands, 40 of like the sickest metal bands all getting in one place and playing on a cruise ship. Like, it's, it was absurd when it, the, I first, the idea first dropped. And, I mean, you know, who, what fledgling metal dude wouldn't want to be in a band and play on, on the, you know, the 70K, the heavy, the right. original. The, how, how had you heard of it at that time? Because it was pretty small. I mean, the first sailing was uh, nothing like it is today. You just, I mean, Heinrich, you probably showed me, didn't you? You look. Gotta whisper into this thing. Of course. <laughs> and Heinrich, introduce yourself and what you do. Uh, this is Heinrich. Um, I'm the ASMR specialist. <laughs> <laughs> the seductive master. <laughs> I play guitar. I do a lot of the like electronic backing kind of synthesizer stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we used to play this venue in Raleigh called Volume 11. And uh, they had this humongous, like, tr- you know, Hollywood size, like, poster for it, or like stand- cardboard stand up thing. For 70K. Yeah, it's just like the guy holding the, like, the flying V or whatever. Got it. Just like in the, on the beach. And we're like, yo, that'll be fucking sick. <laughs> One day. 
What a cool story, though. So, so it was the four of you at that time, uh, all, or has it, the band developed over band, time? Yeah, yeah. At the time, it was me and Heinrich and Tyler. And if we were, if we were eight, or if I was eighteen, would that have been George or would that have been Jack? Uh, well, we've had two two previous guitarists. One of them is here with us on the boat. Uh, he, he heard we were playing, and he was like, "All right, yeah, I'm going with the boys. Let's go." Just to have but, fun. Yeah, awesome, yeah, a, very cool. So you guys stay close. Yeah, uh, it's Georgie Znitsky, and uh, and then a little later on we had Jack Doherty, uh, and he played guitar on our first album, um, and also on the single that we put out after our first album, which was uh, The Magician. Uh, and then Jack left. He decided he wanted to have a family, wanted to get married, and we said that's great. So he gave us some like notice. We were like on, on a tour, and he said, y'all, I think this is going to be the last one I'm going to be able to do with y'all. I said, dang. Well, all right. You know, if that's what you want, that's what you want. And then we got Donnie, and Donnie's been treading it up with us since... 2014, maybe? Wow, 20, that's great. 2015? I'm not sure. That's a lot of cohesion. I mean, for bands, at least nowadays, that seems like five, six years is a pretty good run. That's, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So what do you guys got on the horizon after you get off the boat, you got doing any recording? You gonna have any new shows come up? A new tour? Uh, well, uh, I ain't gonna say any dates because that's bad luck. But uh, I dropped off a bunch of files with a gentleman named Kyle O'Dell one day before we got on this boat, uh, and he's gonna take those files and see what he can do with them. Cool, cool. <laughs> How do you feel about those files? Do you think they're pretty, pretty good? Or I you... feel like they're, they're some of the coolest files I've ever, I've ever zipped into a, into a compressed zip file. That's exciting. That's exciting. Now, do you guys get influences from stuff like the bands that are on this boat? Is that kind of what you said, Opeth earlier? Yeah, I think yeah. that's one of every metal band's influence at least some point. Everybody's got some different ones, uh, you know. Winter Sun, obviously, big influence on Legends. me and Heinrich. Uh, you know, uh, we get called by by well-meaning people, I'm sure, the American Winter Sun. Sometimes, uh, I think I, it's a compliment. I, I think it's a I think it's a huge compliment. I don't know that it's accurate, but it is <laughs> it is definitely a compliment. Um, soil work, obviously, we saw them at the gates. They they kind of. <clears throat> Some of the dudes that just started the whole thing that we're doing now, that whole yeah. melodic death metal yeah. genre. Um, let's see, who am I forgetting? Emperor, obviously, they got the old symphonic thing down way before anybody else was doing it, really. And you guys are all from North Carolina, right? Uh, yeah. Was yeah. there any local scene when you guys were coming up, or was it just all outside? I mean, a lot of the stuff's European. The stuff that I was listening to was all outside. Okay. Uh, that doesn't mean that there wasn't like a local scene there definitely was uh when we were coming up it was a lot of metalcore and at the time i was one of those metal dudes that was like oh this isn't real music you know but like as as i've gotten older i'm like no nah, these guys are just doing their own thing and uh some of them are absolutely shredding just like any you know more traditional metal band would they're just making their own type of music uh from wretched Oh yeah, man, good. Yeah. Uh, there's a band called Wretched from Charlotte, North Carolina, that put out an album in oh I don't know 2010, 2011 called Beyond the Gate, uh, and that's like one of the best 
technical melodic death metal albums I've ever heard. Cool. Criminally underrated. Wrath and Rapture was doing stuff back around then too. Uh, they they had like one EP that came out. Um, Jamie King did it, yeah. Jamie King uh, produced it, and he produced their first album as well. Nice. And uh, I just have a very, very vivid, clear memory of being, oh, how old were we, Henry? Like 18? Very vivid me- memory of being 18 and being at the skate park where everybody played their shows. You know, we played at this place called Backdoor Skate Park up on one of the ramps. That's like how everybody did it in Greenville. <laughs> right, okay, cool. And... Uh, and me and Heidi were up in the front row watching this band, and they hit uh, they hit this riff that was like just this amazing folk metal riff that I I would not have expected in a million years. And me and Heidi just like like turned and looked at each other, and they're just oh my god, it's it's here! The new wave of folk metal is here. Uh, and and uh, so yeah, Wrath of Rapture, killing it, obviously. Between the Buried and Me, tons of bands. Oh, yeah. Phil and I saw them in D.C. Yeah, right really on. Kind of yeah. Great, great band. Yeah. So North Carolina's got a lot of bands, but on the, on the smaller side of things, uh, when we were coming up, it was there was not a lot of, you know, synthy European-style metal in, in the area. Awesome. Well, the powers that be of 70K are telling us we got to wrap it up, and you guys got a bunch of shit to get to today. I know we'll be seeing you guys at your set today, and then I think on the fourth day you do your yeah. second yeah. set. So yeah. we'll be at both of those. And uh, we already have your album Tarot on deck for a proper episode of our show coming up in a few weeks. So hopefully, if you guys have some time in your busy tour schedule, recording schedule, and all the work schedules and all those things, you'll make some time to talk to us about Tarot on the show. Absolutely, my dude. Cool. Thank you guys so much. And kick ass today. There you have it, folks. An unbelievably fun interview with an unbelievably talented band. What an awesome story. They they fought hard. They've been building on their sound. They've been kicking ass, perfecting their sound, playing everywhere they can, asking for years to get on the boat, and they finally did it. And I got to tell you, we were so fortunate to see them live for both of their shows. After we did this interview with them, we saw them at 2 in the morning that evening or the next morning. Great crowd for an hour of that night, and they kicked some serious ass. High energy. Everybody loved it. Great fan interaction. Just pure kick-ass bravado from go. And then two days later, we were fortunate enough to catch their second set. And their second set was arguably better than the first. We were in a little bit more intimate setting. The crowd was packed. Everybody was into their music. Everybody loved their music. And they played two of my favorites from their latest album, Tarot, King of Cups, with a guest singer standing in for the lead singer of Ailstorm, who typically sings on that song. And they finished out with their 20-minute opus, probably my favorite song of theirs, The Sun, The Moon, and The Stars. And it was unbelievable live. They pulled it off with perfection. And the guest vocalist, the lead singer of Wilderun, came on and sang the clean vocals uh, as a contributor to the song. It was just an incredible experience all around. So grateful to those guys for the time, for the interview and grateful to them for how hard they kicked ass on the boat. If you like these guys, you think they're interesting, please check out their album, Tarot. If you don't have it already, buy it, download it, do what you need to do. Follow them on Twitter at AetherRealm, A-E-T-H-E-R-R-E-A-L-M. Go to their Facebook page and subscribe and follow. Go to their Bandcamp page, buy some merch, and go on Napalm Records and buy some stuff 
since they recently signed. So all the best to those guys. So grateful for them being on the show, allowing us to interview them, and hopefully in the not-too-distant future, one or all of them are going to come on and talk to us about what it was like to record Tarot and maybe give us an even deeper sneak peek into their upcoming work that they mentioned in the interview. So thanks again, fellas. All the best. And all you out there listening, keep in touch. Keep your ears ready because we got a bunch more great interviews coming your way.